0: Welcome to Fortitude at Work, a podcast all about building your mental and emotional strength. Pull up a chair and join in the chat with your hosts, Leanne and John. Let's talk all things that put fortitude to work for you.
1: Welcome back, Johnny. Season two, episode
0: Six. Oh, well done. You are on the board. I am. I I'm am. very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. So, last week we talked about the role of family and friends. We're kind of going to jump around a bit because I think it's cool to sort of mix, mix it up. Sure. So, last week, yes, we talked about relationships. How have you been, by the way? I've been well. Have you? I have. I don't think you've showered or changed not since at all. last we met.
1: No, that's good. For the people that are listening and not watching, you've now let them know that, uh, <laughs> that I haven't showered or changed for a week.
0: I should have asked, by the way, and I know that we do put it at the end. But I listen to podcasts, and I don't often listen to the credits at the end. Mm. If there were couples that wanted to get in touch with you, Mm. um, or they wanted, there was perhaps um, a family dynamic they wanted to do some relationship counselling. What's the best way to um, to? I was going to say hook up, but.
1: The best, best way to uh, set up a, a date with mm, me yeah. is to go to johndiamond.com.au. Okay, great. Yep, if you look that up in Google, look for John Diamond and Diamond with a, without an A or with an A. Do John I, Dimond. John Dimond or Diamond. Yeah. JohnDiamond.com.au if, if you want some relationship counselling.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. That's excellent. Mm. I wish i had mentioned that. So that's great. So today I wanted to talk again about psychology, but I wanted to come back to, this isn't something that's necessarily in my mm-hmm. PhD. It's probably another paper Mm. down the track Um, but it is something that I encounter quite a bit because well maybe it is related to my PhD yeah one of the things that have come up in my research is this notion of client management and I think we've talked about that previously in in fact it was episode 4 of this season, where we talked about client management. But one of the things that has come up around that is this idea around setting or uh, writing business plans mm. and having mm. some direction about where you're going. Now, we've done goal setting in the past.
1: Mm. Season one. Yep.
0: Goal setting. What episode number was goal setting? Was
1: John? Episode hmm. yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I love asking that question. Okay. I've
1: got no idea. <laughs> Love
0: it. So we've done goal setting in the past. So people can go and listen to that, check that out if they want to. Mm. But this is a little bit different. So I'm not just talking about goal setting. I'm talking about just having a plan of, you know, a direction of where you're going Mm. in your micro business. And the reason I wanted to talk about that is because the research is really strong to say that those small businesses that take the time to have you know, a plan of some sort, actually last longer Mm. and are more likely to thrive in business Mm. than those that don't have a plan. Yeah. So those that kind of ride by the seat of their pants and go, oh, I'm going to take that order, I'm going to chase that opportunity, I'm just going to... Without actually having a strategy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the you... The real question actually for me is that why do smaller micro business people resist having a plan? Yes. What is it that they're, they're afraid of?
0: Yes, and that's really what I want to talk about because I can tell you that more often than not when a small business owner says to me, oh, well, what's the secret to not being stressed in my business or what do I need to do so that I can cope better in my business and I say just have some sort of plan mm. It doesn't have to be a you know 10-page document that you would give to the bank. Mm. Just have a one- or two-page plan that says, this year oh, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And inevitably, though, when I say that, mm. as that's going to help you feel less stressed, they roll their eyes and go, "Nut nah, can't do it. Yeah. So why do you think that might be the case, Johnny?
1: Well, it's, uh, it's fear of failure uh, and, it's, mm. and it's fear of um, not being successful. So... Um, If you don't put a plan in place and you just run by the seat of your pants and you run a reactionary type of business, um, then you are just constantly chasing your tail, but you feel like you're in business, but you're in a constant state of stress or anarchy, Mm. and that is exhausting. Um, So as uh, as you've said in that other podcast, if, if you did have a goal, even if you didn't achieve the goal, just having a goal, huge difference. And then if you have a plan for that that goal that has certain steps in it, if you go to the trouble, push yourself and and risk failure in that plan, it is better to have the plan and fail at parts of it and adjust each time than not having the plan. Yes. Because by not having the plan, you're in a constant state of stress, which is not sustainable.
0: Exactly right. Yeah. And I think, too, I, I wonder if sometimes people worry that if they put it down on paper,
1: mm.
0: they're to be measured against that.
1: Mm. Well, it's, uh, you're, you're putting it down in paper, you're going to highlight your failure
0: <laughs> That's in, right. in,
1: in black and white. Yeah. Uh, On a screen or on a piece of paper, yes. Yeah,
0: that's exactly right. So um, the worry is that if I actually write it down, it might become public knowledge or I'll measure myself against it. I can't kid myself once I've written it down. But the reality of it is that a plan can be a private document, right? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, you don't have to provide your business plan to anyone other than yourself. And in writing the plan, it solidifies a direction Right. where the opposite is lost. Right. So rather than lost, you go, okay, I have a direction that I'm going to travel in. Right. I'll write down the steps in that direction for the goal. And if um, parts of that don't work out, I can just adjust the plan. That's right. But better to have it written down just for you. No one else. That's right. Just for you.
0: Just for you. Yeah. And, you know, I think in a couple of previous episodes, I, talk, I talked about the sports person analogy and showed my age in not knowing all the sports people. But mm. um, I, let's come back to Ash Barty is the only person I can think of. Yeah. Let's come back to Ash Barty, mm. for example. I don't think she just went, well, I'm just going to go off to Wimbledon. Mm. Wimbledon, mm. sorry. Mm. Um, and I'm going to play and I'm going to win. I think she had... A strategy that said, "I'll do this competition, then this competition, then this competition, then I'm ready for Wimbledon."
1: That's it. But also recognizing along the way, there will be stumbling blocks, there'll be small, there'll be failures, there'll be times where she doesn't meet meet the expectations she set herself. She didn't win every comp. That's right. Um, Right. And then the then the key is that it's not what you do when things are going well; it's how how well you care for yourself when things aren't going well. Right. And you adjust.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's so it's that plan actually just helps you to articulate a path. Yeah. But there's not one person on the planet who's had to, who's had the pleasure of just sticking to a plan each and every time. That's right. Yeah. We have to, we have to change things yeah. as life happens. Yeah.
1: And some people call that a, um, you know, a business, um uh, what do they call it when they give it a name, uh, the identity of their business? They want it to be this, this and this. They want it to be honest. They want it to... On the
0: values of the business. There you go. Yeah. So
1: in writing down the values of your business... Like the
0: mission and... Mission so. statement. Yep, that's it.
1: Yep. So you have a mission statement that is that I'd like to um, provide this for these type of people in a timely manner at an affordable price. Yeah. And you go, there's my mission statement. And then you say, okay, so the goal is to have a business that is sustainable to pay my bills where I care for myself and it's not killing me from the inside out. Yeah. And I'm going to follow these steps to get to that goal. Right. Um, and then you, you move into that. But you got to write it down. It's like, yeah,
0: you do. Yeah. And I think part of that plan is you've got to know, like in, in business I'm talking about, mm. you've got to know what your end result is, like what's the plan at the end. And this mm. is something that I talk a lot about at uni with the whole business building um course.
1: Is that exit strategy? Exit
0: strategy. So, you know, if, if you've got a micro business and you're happily running that business now, which is fantastic, Mm. where are you going to be in five or 10 years time? Do you want to keep that business? Mm. Do you want to sell the business? Is it going to be a family business?
1: Or is it just going to keep me off the streets for the last, That's right. last five years of my life? And then you're life? just going
0: to close the doors That's and it. yep. it's just funding a lifestyle. It served
1: me and it served others for right. five years and that'll do him. Right. Do me.
0: Yep. But if you don't think about that at the you know, at the formative stages mm. or even when you're, you know, five years in and go, Oh, I'm really loving it, but where am I? Where do I see myself in five years? Mm. If we don't think about that, then it becomes very difficult and it becomes, can be quite stressful to make decisions on a day-to-day basis if you don't know yeah. what the end result is.
1: That's true. There, okay. There is another element in there that's probably worth mentioning <clears throat> and that is, um, I think it was Oprah that said this, um, I'll steal it from her, and that was... Um, People, uh, you know, people when they're leaving high school or university, you know, what am I going to be when I grow up? Mm -hmm. And they spend a lot of time setting goals and and following plans to become that person. Yeah. Um, Firstly, working out that who you want to be is who you want to be, not who you think you should be or who others think you should be. Yeah. So in that journey, um, uh, trying to keep in touch with your authentic self, to be the person and for the business to be the way you want it for you not the way others think it should be and not the way you think it should be to please others or basically yeah on yeah does that make sense yeah it okay.
0: definitely helps with the compass doesn't it
1: yeah that's it the compass absolutely yeah.
0: and I think um it definitely helps too if I have look the end goal can change yeah. who was it was it Jung or Rogers who said what suited me in the morning won't serve me in the afternoon, Yeah, right? Yeah. I listen to him sometimes.
1: Who? Sometimes. Oh, me. No, sometimes. I thought you were saying Jung and Rogers.
0: No, I'm talking about you. Okay, they're both dead. What I serves think. me in the morning yeah. Yeah. doesn't serve me, may not serve me in the afternoon. So, yeah. you know, overall plans can change. But if I have an idea in my head of where I want my business to be yeah. five years down the track, for example, whatever time frame you want to set to it, Mm. if I have an idea, then it helps to take the pressure off when I'm faced with decisions on the Mm day-to-day. It actually relieves stress because when I'm faced with a decision, I can say to myself, does this help me get to where I want to be in five years' time?
1: Yeah.
0: As opposed to should I do it, shouldn't I do it, I don't know. If it doesn't help me get there... Mm then don't make the
1: decision. Yeah, yeah. Don't make it any harder than it has to be. Yeah. Um, and follow your line. Uh, there's also um, one thing I did notice too with people that uh, have extra levels or, or unsustainable levels of stress or worry in their business is that um, if they come back to their core beliefs and values around what it is they want to achieve with their business. Right. And uh, I've noticed that it's um, the businesses that seem sustainable and are healthy for both the, the business owner and their business customers is around being in service to others and that is to provide something for another human being to make their life better so um if you're if you can find that value in your business apparently that helps too so even if you are in the business of buying and selling um money if you go okay i'm going to make lots of money which then i will then um, use that money to help those in need Or all my clients who have a skin condition, I want to provide a product that's going to help in that pain.
0: I I just, did you sneak in last night and read my research notes? No,
1: that's something I don't do. That's something I don't do. I I have no, I don't run in and sneak and read the stuff. I'm not a big reader. If she had it in video, I might watch it, but no.
0: (laughs) The reason I've asked that is because I was amazed at the number of micro business owners that I interviewed for my PhD who talked about exactly that, who talked about having a social conscience and who talked about the need to have, to ensure that their business, the values of their business was aligned with the values of themselves. Yeah. And that was one of the benefits they saw in micro business ownership was that they were able to determine that this is who I am. This is important to the core and the essence of me and the values of me. And I want to reflect that in the way that I work.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think that's really lovely. And that's definitely part of the research.
1: And I remember you saying years ago when you were a lecturer, um, you had this... um
0: uh, Not the kitchen lecturer, the no, actual no, university no. In lecturer. The university
1: lecturing. Yeah, yeah. I
0: remember that comment. Well, actually,
1: no, it wasn't lecture, it was when you were a, a training manager. Um, you used to have this, oh, this game where you would ask people what they wanted their eulogy to be. Do, do you remember? Yeah, I did. To write yeah. their own eulogy? Yeah, yeah. Um, we used to
0: do that around time management.
1: Right, and the point of that was
0: Well was to really kind of put in context, I think, what the important things were in life you know, to be able to sort of see the bigger picture of where my time is best spent.
1: There you go. So if you
0: yeah. We see this a lot, you know, the, the little sayings, the memes on Instagram and
1: yeah.
0: the other platforms where, you know, people don't really remember what you do. They remember how you make them feel.
1: That's it. And if I, yeah. and if I want a life that I'm proud of, um, then I get to my core cool values and beliefs around what it is that I'd like to do for others that improves their life so right. that I can go, I'm proud of what I did. And who I am. And if you have that same process, when you're thinking about your business and you're planning
0: yeah, I totally its agree.
1: future, firstly, grab the core values and beliefs around helping others, uh, putting writing down the steps, knowing they will change, but having a, a plan gives you safety, less stress, uh, uh, to achieve a goal that you, name, you know may change.
0: Yeah, that's right. You can, you know.
1: But you have it written down and you feel good about what you're doing. That will help you find the balance of having a healthy, sustainable, smaller micro-business. Yes. Yeah?
0: Yeah, it will definitely help to take the stress away. Absolutely. Mm. And just before we wrap up and end on this, I want you to share with everyone, here we go, mm. I want you to share with everyone the story about you in class
1: mm.
0: um, having to write a thousand times on a piece of paper. Yes, do you remember? Yes. Can you tell us that story, please? Does that have anything to do? It with does. It does. Okay. Just give us the very short version. Um,
1: there, there was a teacher that used mm-hmm. to give me a hard time, and it was and it was in tech drawing uh, uh, when I was I don't know, fourteen or fifteen or something yeah. like that, and. Um, Uh, and I got in trouble for doing something and I had to write lines. The way they used to punish us back then, apart from beating the hell out of us with a cane, which um, is they get you to write lines and you'd have to write, you know, a thousand lines of the same thing over and over and over again. Well, halfway through my lines, the teacher uh, was Mr. Smith.
0: Right, Mr. Smith.
1: So uh, I wrote the lines, you know, I must not disturb people in class 522 times and 523 I wrote Mr. Smith is a... A rude, person. a rude, a rude, rude person. a rude word. And then went on to do the rest of the starts lines.
0: with
1: an F, ends with a T. That's it. But then made the mistake of telling Rodney, and came on the kid friend. next to you, the kid next to me. Right. I showed it to him. He thought that was quite funny, that uh, because he knew that the teacher wasn't going to read the thousand lines. <laughs> so when the, when Mister Smith came into the class, I said, "Here's my lines." And then Rodney yells out, "Are you going to read them, sir?" <laughs> And, uh, and Mr. Smith said, what's, what's that, Rodney? He says, I think you should read them. It's on page three there. Like, <laughs> right this. So I quickly walk over, grab the uh, five bits of paper, screw them up and put them in my mouth <laughs> and, and start chewing it. Okay? <laughs> chewing and chewing and chewing it. And Mr. Smith could have gone either way. Okay? He could have taken... And you swallowed it. them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Mr. Smith luckily thought that was incredibly funny and he's probably, if he's still alive, is telling that anecdote as we speak somewhere else. (laughs) But it saved me.
0: So the moral to the story is you can write it down but you can always eat it up if you have to.
1: Absolutely. I knew there was a point. There was. You did. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No one need know. You can eat it up,
1: have it for breakfast. That's it. Absolutely.
0: Excellent. Hmm. So I think on that note...
1: Hmm. We're done. ...let's say goodbye. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.
0: Thanks for your time today. Hope you got some great takeaways from our chats. If you'd like to know more about John and his counselling, go to johndiamond.com.au. If you'd like to know a bit more about Leanne and the work she does in the mental health of small business owners, go to fortitudeatwork.com.au. Don't forget, check the show notes for any additional information about support and resources specifically for small business owners.